Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Benzinga's Daily Stocks to Watch podcast, a place where each trading day you can get at least a handful of trading ideas to start your day, to start your week, maybe a couple news items over the weekend we want to make sure are on your radar. Maybe we have a couple upcoming news items we want to get on your radar. Maybe we're seeing traders discussing some of the stocks that we're going to talk about in some of our communities around Benzinga Pro. Consider <clears throat> excuse me, consider some of these ideas for an investment or a trade. If you don't like either of those ideas, I guarantee you're going to get some good knowledge, some good education that I'm sure you'll be able to use a little bit later in your investing and trading. Today is Monday, February 6, 2023. Mike, how was your weekend, sir? It was lovely. It was very cold in the beginning, and then it warmed up. Uh, went for a, a nice hike yesterday, Ooh, so that was a nice. lot of fun. How about yourself? I had a chill, pretty chill weekend. Uh, relaxed on Friday, hung out with some friends on Saturday. Are you like sore from your hikes? Is, do you take like that <laughs> intensive hikes that you would get like sore today? Ah, uh, wait, let me kind of a little yes. bit, just a, just a little. Bit. I think it feels like, hey, yeah. am I sore? I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, I'm glad you had a nice weekend. I hope you, ladies and gentlemen out there in the audience, had a lovely weekend. I hope you're ready to get this week kicking with some good stock market news and fun and hope you have some good luck out there this week. We are going to go over a quick preview of our list here in just a minute and then we're going to jump into each of the names a little bit further. But before we get to our list of stocks to watch for the day, we have a little bit of an update from last week on the earnings season. We are still in the earnings season. Earnings is going to kind of go like all the way through February. And last week we were looking to give a little like mid earnings season update. And we really only needed to look to one source, Dennis Dick from Benzinga's pre-market prep show, a morning trading show that runs every weekday, Monday through Friday. If you go to Benzinga's YouTube channel, you can see pre-market prep. It's one of the best shows out there. And we got some really good perspective from Dennis on how the earnings season is going, how investors and traders are reacting to the earnings. Today, I saw some notes uh, a note from Oppenheimer and a note from Morgan Stanley kind of reviewing how the earnings season has been going so far. And we want to just hit you with like a really quick update here again before we get into our preview for our socks to watch list today. Mike, I think you were looking at the Oppenheimer note. Yes, that is that is absolutely right. And like, it's interesting because it came up <laughs> when we were talking about earnings last week of like, hmm, it's not not that many uh, big sell side firms. Yeah. Earnings analysis. Now, now we got it. Now we have them. So of course. Of course. <laughs> so real quick, some, uh, some quotes from the Oppenheimer key takeaways of this earnings season so far uh, with 251 or half of the firms in the S and P 500 index having already reported earnings are off 3.7% from a year ago on revenue growth of 5.1%. Uh, results okay. have been mixed with five sectors showing double-digit earnings growth from a year earlier and six showing declines. So this is an interesting, I, I like the meta-analysis they're doing as well. They also, they're also talking Think about, about how they're, they're looking at it, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It they, um, it's continuing. This, this week, 94 firms are scheduled to report. 
Uh, with a light calendar of economic data, investors will likely lean on corporate results. So that's a, that's a good uh, note to take note of. That there's not, you know, we had the Fed meeting, we had the labor market, we had all those kind of big, big, big numbers come out this week. It's more earnings, and that's probably what's going to be on people's minds. Um, they kind of went over last week's economic data as well, showing some resilience in the labor market with surprisingly strong job gains and softening in wage gains. Um, and economic data points to resilience in the economy, even as the Fed remains committed to curbing inflation. Uh, <laughs> I like the way they put it. It suggests that the don't fight the Fed may have new meaning in this cycle. Ooh, nice. <laughs> Nice. And then some commentary here from Morgan Stanley, uh, one of their equity strategists. While last week's events did not lead to an immediate reversal in the latest bear market rally, Morgan Stanley's chief equity strategist doesn't think that these events from last week offered any conclusive evidence to suggest a new bull market began in October. While it may take a bit longer for the market to price his material below below consensus view on earnings and the fact that the Fed p policy is restrictive in the context of an earnings recession, he remains convicted in his thesis that a new bull market did not begin in October. Uh, kind of interesting here from Oppenheimer and Morgan Stanley. Hopefully we'll get a little bit more like mid earnings season updates this week from the analysts from the sell side. And if we do, we'll hit you with some of those updates. I guess if you like this, if you like this information, let us know on Twitter. Yeah. If you're watching us right now live on Twitter, let us know if this little uh, earnings review got, got you helped helped you start this week. All right, let's get on with our list here for socks to watch. Our first one for the day is Walmart WMT. Sock to watch number two is Dell D E L L. Number three is Sonoma ticker WSM. Number four is Norwegian Cruise. NCLH is the Norwegian ticker. And our last stock to watch for the day is Danaher. It's ticker DHR. Mike, what is going on with Walmart here today? Yeah, gigantic retailer. And as you may or may not know, retailers generally close out earnings season. Um, so analysts at Oppenheimer recommended being positioned to that, that Walmart, excuse me, Oppenheimer recommended that Walmart is positioned to take advantage of any weaknesses on the company's upcoming earnings. Uh, so this is a, a kind of an interesting note. Um, so it sounds like they're optimistic on buying if, uh, if it goes south. I mean, what's, what's your take on this, Brent? Because it's, it sounds a little, a little esoteric, but it sounds like they, they're imagining that there's going to be weakness in Walmart shares on the upcoming earnings, but then they think it's a buying opportunity. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and, and that's a, that's a good like question you're asking, Mike, when these analysts are giving, you know, their opinion, they're given their opinion to take to the, their brokers, brokers at Oppenheimer, read the research from the research team. And then their brokers take that research to Oppenheimer's clients and say, here's what our research, here's what our sell side is recommending. So when an analyst at Oppenheimer says, we, we recommend being positioned to take advantage of any weakness in Walmart shares on the upcoming earnings print, they're speaking to investors out there. They want investors to take advantage. If they see any weakness in Walmart shares right before the earnings print or during the earnings or right after the earnings print, 
those analysts at Oppenheimer think that would be an opportunity for an investor to buy the stock. And uh, I don't know if you said this, Mike, uh, Walmart's going to be reporting in like three Tuesdays. That is February 21st, 2023. So just like a very nice uh, early heads up here that Walmart's going to be reporting at the end of this month. And like you were suggesting, Mike, when we start seeing retailers reporting their results, especially the biggest names like a Walmart in the space, you, we're going to be kind of wrapping up the earnings season uh, for the end of last quarter. Stock to watch two is Dell, D-E-L-L. Shares were up about 2% in pre-market action Monday morning. I haven't looked to see what the stock has done since market open. There was news. There was a report on Saturday, I believe, and then news out of the company Dell confirming that they are going to be cutting their workforce by, by about 5%. That's around 6,600 jobs. A lot of the jobs were in uh sales and the other one was services i believe this is this news was out in an 8k filing which is an sec filing by dell if you want to like get some more uh info on it this is interesting because it seems uh we were talking a little bit behind the scenes about this and it's it's a dell hopping on the the layoff bandwagon like uh hp and ibm and microsoft recently uh, but it's almost like this is the uh, the it thing to do in the industry right now. And right about, they, they seem to be, yeah. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but they seem to be all about like 5%, somewhere between like 3 and 7% okay. is like the the spot. So I wonder Good if they're know. a little late to the party and just trying to catch up or you know, what's maybe. going on at Dell. Yeah, yeah, maybe. And we did see a few investors, a few users in Benzinga Pros, uh, one of the chat rooms, talking a bit about this news item. So, you know that there are investors out there who also have this news item on their radar and they're looking at the stock following the news item. Awesome. Stock to watch number three is Williams-Sonoma, ticker WSM. And this is a play in the luxury home goods space. They're a very cool store. I've, I've been in a number of Williams-Sonomas and uh, maybe bought a couple spatulas and things. But they're <laughs> pretty, pretty uh, like, like this. Ooh, look at you, price. fancy. <laughs> They sell some yeah. good uh, cookware and stuff. Every once in a while, I like treat myself with a nice uh, saucepan or something. Oh, really? Um, nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, beer in the space, Restoration Hardware, RH, ticker RH, uh, lowered its 2023 guidance on Friday. And while RH shares were down about 5% on the news, Williams-Sonoma shares were also down about a percent and a half. So this is an interesting peer play going on. Um Williams-Sonoma is yeah. another big retailing company, like, but again, in the, more of the luxury space. Um, I believe, Brenta, you have some more info on actually the restoration hardware uh, guidance. Is that right? Yeah, sure. Mike, have you ever been to in Have you ever been in an RH store? You've been in Williams-Sonoma. Have. have you ever been in RH? I have. have? Those are, uh, it... I've never gotten anything from one, but they're really nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, really nice. There's like a flagship store in Chicago, flagship RH store in Chicago. And you can like go in and uh, there's a little bar. You can like get some champagne and you can walk around what? and like sit on. Yep. Yep. And you can like go and sit on the furniture and you can like, what? you know, you can kind of like pretend like you're you're experiencing the the <laughs> the products with with your with your champagne. And it's kind of fun. It's but like but but Ikea. like that that's luxury, right? 
<laughs> Come try out our stuff with a glass of champagne, with a flute of champagne in your hand. That's how that's how luxury wow. they are. Wow. So uh, RH, they updated their 2022 guidance. It was actually mixed. The guidance was mixed. Mm -hmm. So something to keep in mind as you're looking at the stock price action today, they cut their sales guidance. Uh, they now see sales falling about three and a half to four and a half percent on a year over year basis. They also raised their adjusted operating margin guidance. They now think that they're going to see uh, their adjusted operating margin that they had previously guided for at the higher end of a 21 and a half to 22 percent range. So, you know, a, a little good and the bad here. They cut sales guidance, but they raised their operating margin guidance. If we're looking at shares of RH today, we can see that investors are focusing on the sales guidance that was lowered. Although they had some good news with margin operating margin guidance, investors don't really seem to be caring about that today and they're focusing on that sales guidance. Stock to watch number four, Norwegian Cruise NCLH. So we're going to be getting some uh, cruise line earnings coming down the pipe here. Royal Caribbean, its ticker RCL, is going to be starting that earnings season kickoff for the cruise names tomorrow. They're going to be reporting before market open on Tuesday. Norwegian and Carnival, ticker CCL, aren't expected to report until later in February. I think like the last full week in February. Why I got this one on the radar, on my radar here today, is I saw some analysts at Swiss commenting on earnings coming up for the, the cruise liners. And they noted that while they are, they prefer both Royal Caribbean and Carnival over the long term, they pointed out that Norwegian shares have materially underperformed their peers year to date. The company implemented cost reduction actions, and it also appears, at least according to Credit Suisse, that the company's management has the buy side and the analyst expectations under control. So they are, again, they prefer the other two cruise liners, Royal Caribbean and Carnival, but they seem kind of optimistic because of the stock's performance and what management at Norwegian has been doing over the last few months heading into that earnings again, like later in February. Interesting. That's a, that's a, I like the, uh, the breakdown that they're, they're doing. So that if you're looking for just a long buy and hold, maybe you do go with a Royal Caribbean or a carnival, but the materially underperformed peers here to date for Norwegian. I've never, I've never been on a Norwegian cruise. I've yeah. been on one Royal Caribbean, but I don't no, know. Me either. Maybe I'll have to do some uh, carnival. stock research and actually go on a cruise. <laughs> <laughs> we, you say you call that channel checks, Mike. Oh, you're gonna go do your okay. channel checks. You're like checking out the channels. Okay. You're like going on, you know, going to a retailer and like walking around the store. Maybe going to another retailer, walking around the store. Anecdotal information, but analysts will call those channel checks. Oh, there we go. We just gotta. If, if you didn't already know that, folks, that's a. I didn't know that, so that's a super cool <laughs> tidbit of the day. <laughs> Stock to watch number five is Danaher, ticker DHR. And this is a play on a mergers and acquisitions related rumor uh, from a Bloomberg report from over the weekend suggested that Danaher could be interested in purchasing Catalent, ticker CTLT. Catalent shares were up about 25% on the report. It wasn't totally definitive though. Um, the report was saying that, you know, 
Danaher is essentially looking into it, um, but there's yep. not necessarily a deal imminent. So maybe they're just yep. kind of at the table, uh, beginning stages. We're not quite sure. Um, but yep. like we've seen with other stocks that we've covered, whenever there's even just a rumor of a big M&A deal, things are going to go a little wild. Yeah, and and you're making a good discrepancy here, Mike, in types of news items. Uh, in you know a type of news item within a category of news like M and A, it's different to have a report that there is some kind of talks happening, and then like we heard with Manchester United ticker M A N U like a month ago or something like that, the report was like a deal is imminent. And, and that is a different level of, of a rumor, of a report. If you hear that, you know, companies are talking versus companies are making a deal and the deal is imminent, the SOC is going to react differently. The SOC is going to react in real time when we hear that, like, a deal is imminent. So if we do hear something in the next couple weeks or the next couple months about Danaher and Catalan and you hear the deal is imminent, that is a different type of news item than... The, these companies are talking. The stock is going to react differently. I've seen investors react kind of incorrectly in this way in the past when, you know, a deal is imminent report ha happens and they go, oh, this is already baked into the stock. We already heard that these companies were talking. Nope. If, it, if a deal is imminent, this is something new. Absolutely. Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in here to Benzinga's Daily Socks to Watch podcast. We will have four more editions for you this week, starting tomorrow, of course. I hope everyone has a great trading day, and we'll see you tomorrow, folks. Happy Monday, everybody. Catch you tomorrow. Did you know nearly all stock price changes of 10% or more result from a single news headline? That's right. News headlines have a unique ability to drive stock prices up or down. These news catalysts create trading opportunities every day. All you need is a little help to reach out and take them. And if you're looking to grow your portfolio, it doesn't matter if your investment budget is small or big. An easy-to-read stream of news headlines will increase your opportunities to profit from price changes in the stock market consolidate a knowledge-based investment strategy, and grow your portfolio. All you need is Benzinga Pro and its powerful news alerts, price tracking, and portfolio monitoring to make a positive change in your trading performance. We've already helped thousands of retail traders across the world, and they could not be happier. Increase your market knowledge, boost your exposure to big movers, and make informed trades before major price changes. The opportunities are all around you. Subscribe now, and we'll skyrocket your portfolio today.